Hello. Hello, Nick. Hello. Hello. Welcome to the very first edition of Robin Doings episode 36. That's right. <laughs> very, Part very two. beginning. Yes. Part two. We, we, we've never had a number 36 before. Now, I'll tell you why this is actually ridiculous. Because <laughs> we had the shtick when we recorded a minute ago, but there was something went wrong with the recording, so we had to start again. So now to have a shtick saying this is the very first, first. 36 just doesn't work. And, and we, we feel like we're big liars. We didn't plan on saying it the first time, but it just sounded quite good the first time. Yeah. So we're trying to say it. We said, oh, so shall we break them? We, it was this whole thing. We said, shall we break them? them all so that there aren't any more episode 36s and then, yeah. so it's like a collector's edition and that was the said, joke collector's now, edition now it's doing. All stale. I was going to be able to open the blog saying and I said something edition. about cream teas but I didn't even, I didn't even do that that's the thing you're lying just making no, up things I feel so Every, constrained I don't now know what's by true, my own what's real. artificiality Good. We need something to quickly take our mind off. I it. think we need to say what we're not discussing before we do. Let's not talk about. You're going to steal Beach my line thinking. now as well. I mean, fun that I was going to say that. Oh, this is all this gone is to hell in a, hand, in a hand basket. In a hand car. In a hand car. Yes. In a hand This job. week, Nick, why don't we not talk about teenage drinking? Now, I said it. Okay, good. Good. This week, we will drink, though, because we're not teenagers. After having rum last week, again. We're going to disappoint our loyal rum listeners. Yes. This is what I reckon. Why don't we... We should set up a P.O. box and have our listeners send us the rums. It's a very good idea. Except and they, knowing our listeners, they'll send us trichinine. That's true. They'll uh, inject we, a needle through we, the lids. Would you trust anything that our listeners sent us to drink? I wouldn't eat a cake <laughs> that our listeners had baked. You, you would eat a cake. Oh, that our listeners uh, had baked. That's right. Yes, I gored all I ate is cake for three meals a day yes. and snacks between. Breakfast cake and yeah, lunch cake. Out of my cake. trough. And I'm <laughs> such a fatty fat fat. You are. I'm the most you're disgusting, do- we, uh, vulgar man in the world. You are, but you're doing something about I it. I am doing something right. You're going it. on a diet. And so the good way to start a diet is to have blueberry... What Blue- is it? It's, 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 it's a uh, bottle of beer that I thought oh, it was going to be blueberry beer, but it's not really, is it? If only it had been blueberry beer, but it's uh, St. Helier blueberry... It's superior as well, like last <laughs> oh, week's rum. Superior. Um, pear cider, what? is flavoured like rum. Not rum, a blueberry. That's <laughs> oh, the one. Dear. I'm distracted because I've left the door open. So someone's going to come in the kitchen, there's going to be noise. I'll, I'll, ki- I'll kill them. I'm going to close the door. I want everyone listening to hear the sound of my of my, conserv- my sorry, studio door closing. There have been complaints this. about these extraneous interruptions and I'm not sure I approve of them either. It's verite. Oh, you keep saying that. Are you come ready? on. Yes. Dogma 95 podcast. You, you said that in episode one. I know. Close the door. Oh, <laughs> and his door the door frame has just fallen off yes you've completely came, broken your door it came clean off no it comes off all the time that's how we get furniture in and out of this room oh for goodness sake this is what you want this is irritating this is unpleasant <laughs> I'm going to press stop I think don't press stop it's fine we're not we're never that's exactly how we want it <laughs> oh dear <laughs> the whole door's falling it's half cock <laughs> you should take a photo of that at the end because people won't believe the state. I'm going to do it now because I'll forget otherwise. They won't believe the state of the I studio. Can't my phones off. Yeah. Okay, I'm going to open this. We're going to back to back to normal. It's the Saint Helier. It's a bit like my car with its broken window. Yes, Saint Helier. You'd think that a prestigious games writer would be very rich and have material wealth all about it. I'm keeping it. it. Re- everything's I'm falling keeping apart. It real, Nick. You're like a student squat. Live. You're like I a could. dirty student squat. Yeah, I'd like to point out that when I ran around your house the other day, your wife had been away for about a minute and yeah. you were living in like a, a swamp of filth. Yes. So let's just keep that in perspective. Okay, okay I'm going to open this bottle now. There Good. we go. Excellent. St. Helier 
Pois Blueberry Superior. Oh my goodness, it smells lovely. Pear Cider, Jersey Cider Company. I'm going to pour it onto your ice here. Oh, Nick! Yes. Look. Oh my goodness, it's the colour, it's cyan. It is exactly cyan. It is cyan. It's not sky blue, it's electric cyan. That's very alarming. If you don't know the colour cyan, please type cyan into Google. Yes. And appreciate exactly what colour this. In days gone by, cider makers always kept a corner of their orchard for growing pears. This used to produce a pear cider for the family to enjoy, as they believed it to be superior to apple cider. They were right. <laughs> Best served chilled over ice. Well, let's try this, shall we? I love that they were right. <laughs> yes, that's brilliant. Just, they were right. That's reminded me, I've got to get this off my phone. Yeah. I'm going to turn my phone on, it's going to make horrible noises. That's just the way it is. From my holiday last year, uh, the week before last. Um, last, I can never how you say it, last weekend. No, it's the what week. What are you trying to say? The weekend before last, I guess. Yes. Um, I, this this is well, the let's try phenomenal colour. Shall we try it? Let's taste it. Yes. See if it's good on a, a muggy day like this. Mm-hmm. You think it would be? Wow, that's not what I was expecting. No. Tastes like neither blueberry nor cider nor pear. <laughs> no. What does it taste like? I would not say that there were, was any alcohol in that at all. If you no, gave me it's this, 5%, so be careful, uh, you don't have to drive. <laughs> so that's more. That's like a, str- a relatively normal mm. beer. A relatively normal beer. That doesn't it's taste almost like... absence of flavour that's more interesting yes. than the flavour. It's this lurid colour, mm-hmm. and yet it tastes of... I'm bemused by this. It's not unrefreshing. No, it's quite nice, in fact. It just doesn't taste like anything... Normal. It's got frequency rather than flavour. <laughs> there you go. I'm turning my phone to airplane mode. Mm-hmm. Airplane mode on. Rather than aeroplane mode. And then it warns me that I've, it's lost the network when I've done that. It's clever, that system. It's going to make a noise on the microphone when you do that. Yeah. So I'm just going to take a photograph yeah. of the door before because I forget. People won't believe... I mean, the, he lives in a hovel, basically, and you need to see it. There we go. The studio hovel. This is... It's, I like that it's an external wall as well, which makes it even more special. Yes, yeah, so he's taking the photograph of it now. They can see my cracked screen. It's going to be the best photo ever. Yep. It made the camera noise because it's a cat. Oh no, it's a phone. Which yeah. tricked me. Yes, tricked me with it. Didn't camera actually. Noise. It didn't actually need to lift physically some little <laughs> shield right. of its. Um, it's like it's so bizarre. It's shutter to... and then move the film forth. Right, before we get on, I really want to read this out. There, I saw this on a bench in, in Devon. Okay. Um, Devon knows why they make them so creamy. Those benches. Mm-hmm. And um, all I like about Devon knows how they make it so creamy is it doesn't really rhyme <laughs> with heaven very well. And heaven knows why they make it so creamy wouldn't make sense. <laughs> and it's, just, it's a lovely expression. Because <laughs> uh, okay, so this is the bench yeah. and it's overlooking the, the view. I'm gonna, the view of the, uh, the beautiful seaside off a cliff. And it's, it's just very nice. And um, it says, in loving memory of Constance Molly Harris, oh. 1906 to 1973. Mm. And there's a, a, a genuinely quite touching yeah. poem. It reads, a precious... I'm just gonna, I think I'm just going to read it out verbatim, yeah. Yeah. so we can appreciate yeah. how it comes. In loving memory of Constance Molly Harris, 1906 to 1973. A precious soul and fair, through Christ her Lord was given, riches beyond compare, pardon and holiness and heaven. Mm-hmm. And also her husband, William Ben Harris. <laughs> <laughs> it's just yes, and that's the that's plaque. It's just tacked on the end. William Ben Harris, nineteen oh three to nineteen twenty three. Whatever. What? Yeah. <laughs> he wasn't liked by Christ at all. <laughs> no. It's so bizarre. It's just so beautiful and lovely. Yeah. And then oh, she had a husband. Yeah. Who cares? Yeah. Screw him. Yeah. <laughs> there you go. 
Incredible. I can't, I'm looking at this liquid, I can't believe the colour of this. I can't believe you're drinking it. It's odd, isn't it? Mm-hmm. Okay. Uh, we've been promising... Oh, emails. We've been promising for months to read out emails. <laughs> it's literally been months. Let's read out some emails. I've got a backlog of them. You can, e- you can send an email to podcast at rumdoings.com and you too, in the very distant future... Yes, <laughs> right. Might Perhaps hear. in around September or October. <laughs> yes, might hear us read them. Should we live that? Should the BP bubble have not have yes. burst? Yes, and we live that long. Uh, so Simon Toogood, which is uh, if he's his real last name, it's a splendid one. Too good. He's too. He good should be a little us. worse. <laughs> I bet no one's ever made a joke about his name before. He should be a little worse if he's too good. That's right. <laughs> he's actually. Too, yeah, he's actually too good though. He is too it's good. Actually, quite offended. As me. you're about to find out, he says, "I have proven." Mm-hmm. Proven or proven? Proven. Okay. I have proven, proven in the most scientific of ways, double-blind testing. Oh, sorry, he's, I just prefer what he's referring He did that awful thing where you carry on the subject from the tit- subject title. Yes. It should be in the body content. Breaking news, the title is, Coke does not does indeed taste better out of a glass bottle. You almost contradicted that with a I did. Vo- voice I, I, type. I nearly fixed it. Yeah. I have proven in the most scientific of ways, double-blind testing. People were given a mug of Coke from a glass bottle and Coke from a plastic bottle, not knowing which is which, and every single one was able to correctly identify the one from the glass bottle. Apparently the one from the plastic bottle had a plasticky aftertaste. Mm. I should totally get the Ig Nobel Prize for my stunning research. Maybe. However, however, Mr. Too Good, you're not too good. You're slightly bad. And the reason I say that is I want to agree with you. I love Coke in a glass bottle and I think plastic bottles are evil. However, your test, did you make sure that they were identical temperature? Because if the plastic bottle one was, say, a little bit warmer and the glass bottle one had a coolness about it, then, of course, they're going to be able to tell the difference. Were thermometers involved? If they weren't, throw your research away. <laughs> but I I think that drinking Coke from the glass bottle enhances the experience because the feeling of the Coke blowing into your mouth over the glass rim is a lovely one. One loves to rim a glass bottle of Coke. Whereas, of course, the plastic bottle is quite unpleasant and sort of sharp and gnarly. So I would suggest that the bottle itself enhances the Coke, even if the flavour weren't any different. Are you finished? Yes. That was beautiful. Thank you. I think you should release that as a um, a pamphlet. A pamphlet. A pamphlet. <laughs> my little pamphlet. My little pink pamphlet. <laughs> Podcast at rumdoings.com if you know where that came from. Right. So we had a qu- uh, one called What Are the Odds? This has been back in. This is back in at uh, the beginning of July, the first of July. This arrived yes. from someone I went to college with called Pete Osborne. Was he any good? Yes, he was. Okay. Um, he said, "What are the odds I'm, that as I listen to your most recent podcast, I am sitting in the United States?" <laughs> I like the idea. I'm sitting in the. United What's States. the odds of sitting <laughs> in the United States? It's probably quite high. <laughs> He's sitting in the, the the beer garden of the United States. But the United States has relatively large chunk of this planet's land mass. I think I should finish the sentence that, that one lives on. So I just like the um, idea you know. of just, I'm sitting in the United States. Nothing more specific. I'm just sitting in the continent of the North yes, America. Yes, sitting in like a like an armchair. Yes, that's right. It's surrounded a, by America. America's wrapped around his bottom. You know. <laughs> Drinking a can of A and W root beer, so there you go. Because we exactly were drinking we root drinking beer at the, at the same time, yes. So you go. That's not a very good email. I shouldn't read it. What are the odds? It's a nice email. It's nice to hear from Pete. One, but it's to, not really good for the one podcast, to seventy million to one. So we've got, we got a lovely one from Adam James entitled "Stop Whining," uh-huh. and the content. Well, there wasn't any. That was it. Should we stop whining? Nice. That was a cat. 
wasn't us. No, he was. Uh, I said you'll have to elucidate, and he said oh, I was just listening to your complaints and lack of listener participation on the latest podcast. Oh, so there you go. Well, that's fair enough. We should stop whining. Yeah, he's right. Stop whining, John. Sorry. Okay. It's rubbish when we do emails, isn't it? We shouldn't yeah. do them. They're rubbish. Yeah, I agree. But this one's good because our podcast is awesome. Who says that? He says uh, Simon Fry says that our, your podcast is awesome. Does he? He says everyone knows this, so I don't need to go into why it's awesome. I think you should. It just is. Just is. Like, like even God. though, even though, <laughs> I love a compliment that ends yeah. even though. Even though it's terrible. Even though sometimes your science is dodgy and John doesn't appear to know how to use an iPhone. Yeah. How has my iPhone usage ever become part of the podcast? Yeah, because you know you and your pathetic iPhone misdemeanors. Oh. And what Man. what science of mine is dodgy? Yeah. How dare you? I hate this man. <laughs> the Simon Fry. Stop listening. Go away. Stuff off, Simon Fry. Stuff off, Simon. I hate you. Yes. What, does he say anything else? The number of times when I've listened to the podcast in a train slash work through headphones only to laugh out, only to laugh out loud at something you said, making my look somewhat weird is distressingly high. Keep up the good work. No. I like him again now. Oh, I like him. He's, he he's really like, good. He seems like a good guy. He's he a good like a nice, a I like sort. him. He's, he knows, he knows what, where his bread is buttered. And he wants to In ask a bit of advice. He, a yes. friend, he wants to do a podcast about, um, blah, 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 I'm paraphrasing now, about law. Yes. And what the average layman doesn't know about law. Fair enough. Um, he wants to do a podcast mixed with general banter and off-topicness yes. to make some sort of light-hearted but informative masterpiece. Perhaps. Um, mm-hmm. He says it's probably a terrible idea, but we'll see. I don't think it's a terrible idea at all. He doesn't, nor does he, but he's just... If being they're bad at it. He's being self-deprecating. He means he thinks it'll be quite a good idea. Okay. Yep. Anyway, I was wondering if you could tell me some of the specifics of how you make your podcast. Mm-hmm. Do you use actual dedicated microphones or just uh, theoretical ones? <laughs> we use theoretical microphones. Virtual <laughs> particles. Virtual <laughs> particles pop out of the... Um, out of uh, out of the quantum ether. We use dark mi- dark microphones. Yes, we use dark microphones. Mm-hmm. Indeed. This is so I'm not alcoholic. I'm just going to drink. Yes, something. so am I. Um, you can drive into a tree. I'm not going to drive. Yes. There's a good bit coming up. I'm sure. Oh yeah. So we do we use how do we do it? Uh, do we use actual dedicated microphones or just ones bit or just ones built into headsets? No, like they would be like bad we would like, and, and like oh, we'd use, just use headsets. Like we use headsets here. Yeah. Yes, um, uh, or laptops. Do you have a microphone each or just one? Just one. We have just one. We have a Logitech thirty something something. That's something why we have to be so close microphone. to each other. That's right. And no, that's that's the reason, isn't it? Yes. That is the reason. <laughs> that's what you told me. That's, that's like, why I have to sit in your lap. <laughs> the microphone doesn't work unless I've got my hand on you in the thigh. <laughs> yes, it just won't work. Something about the grounding on it. That's right. So it's just one little microphone. It's multi-directional because it's got two inputs. You've got an input on the top as well. Well, so you say that I'm speaking into a microphone. I've always thought it was something else, but anyway. <laughs> you've just got to just gotta make sure it keeps sticking up like that, and then <laughs> yes. everything's fine. Yes. <laughs> so, no, it's quite good, though, isn't it? Because we can sit right back on the sofa and we can still It seems to work quite heard. well. It seems to work quite it well. It seems pretty it? decent. Uh, it picks up the occasional cat or baby. That's true. Mm-hmm. Um, which, is, what, which software is your preferred one for editing? Well, we find that just not editing is a lot easier. But we use Audacity, which is free. Free as in freedom. And Windows. It's on Linux as well, isn't it? Yes, it's a very good good piece of software. It's it's very limited in its scope. You can't use it for any doing any useful editing. Um, I did all of the Now Show stuff. You did the Sorry, the the, the Rum Doing Show. I did all that on Audacity. The 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 good thing about Audacity is it's very quick. Even if the the WAV file is very big, you can always fast forward and go to... Oh, yes, it's a a, a nice piece of kit. If you want to get something that... It's it's very efficient. If you want to be doing a multi... You can't do multi-track stuff, which is really frustrating with Audacity. You have to use something like SoundForge, which costs a fortune. Incorrect. You can do multi-track stuff with Audacity. You can't. Okay. Ladies and gentlemen, at the end of this podcast... Uh-huh. I will get John to splice on um, 
Moon River, uh, which I recorded to test a microphone, where I multi- oh yes, where I multi-track. My oh, voice. you multi-tracked, and you can do that. Yes, but you can't. Miss- oh, anyway, I can't be bothered. Well, well you'll the see. Stuff I John, want a bit of John will eat his humble pie. I, I, I did a thing that sounded like Moon River where I sang it and I then made it sound like it like it, How do you as know if I it were, it? How do you know I didn't delete it like you told me to? Uh, uh, it sounded like as, as if it were on um, vinyl records so I even made it sound worn have crackles and that you'll hear Anyway Did you do that? I don't remember that Well you'll, you'll hear it at the end Also is Jellycast which I think you use for hosting actually worth it? Wow yeah. I don't know Yeah it's excellent I think it's awful It's terribly good It's the, There are some bad features of Jellycast <laughs> let's be honest <laughs> Yes it's uh, it's order for the podcast is random. It has actually puts things in a random order, which well, is really that's unhelpful. exciting. And it is odd. And you have to. It doesn't let you let you save. You have to preview something so it appears in exactly the same format as you just saw it. Nothing Excellent. changes. Excellent. And then before you're allowed to save it, it is very good. Let's yes. move to the next. It definitely wasn't made by your your friend and colleague. <laughs> next, next, Jake Jellyneck. Next, next topic. Joachim Jellyneck, I should say. Next email. But uh, he wants to know if there's any top sort of tips. For making yeah. a podcast sound okay? Um, no. No? If you, if you find any, Lou, let us know. <laughs> this is a great section in this email. This is good. Yeah. Um, Nick Abraham says, I thought I'd complain about how in a podcast Nick sort of did an Aussie accent pretending to be Rupert Murdoch. Mm-hmm. He's not Australian, mm-hmm. nor has he been for almost a quarter of a century. Mm, well. I can't actually remember which podcast it was, though. Possibly three, possibly four. It was 4am at the time and I was somewhat drunk. Well, just because he's now an internationalist tax dodger and is running away from various vice squads to do with children and teas and so on, doesn't mean that he suddenly loses his accent, you know. Well, what, do you think that he steps off the Australian island? And I'm not calling it a continent, it's an island. Australasia is a continent, He steps Nick. off the Australian island mm-hmm. and he suddenly loses his accent. What nonsense is that? He still speaks with an Australian accent, even if he's an unrooted, cosmopolitan, non-tax-paying nonce. <laughs> Except for the last bit, which isn't true. Is North America and South America an island? Well, you can call any continent an island if you want to. I want to. Okay. I can't, you can't call Europe an, an island. Why not? Because it's joined onto Asia. Just slice it a bit and then it will be. Maybe it's not, is it? It's not sliced. I have yet to slice it. Well, once you've sliced it, it'll be an island. Okay. Otherwise, it's the Eurasian island. I like... It's quite a big island. Nick Abraham then follows up with another complaint. Oh, does he? Yes. Now I want to complain about having my email answered. It is deeply disturbing and unexpected. I did answer him. I thought he meant just now. I thought he'd just heard us emailed in just now. Yeah, excellent. I thought that's what had happened. Yeah. And that's it, I think, isn't it? No, there's plenty more. Oh, dear. Um, Mike Luard says... You, you were asking for us to do this, so... Exactly, I know. If you're bored by this, how, how boring this yeah. is, it's your fault. It listeners. is your fault. Um, hello, I'm a long-time listener, first, etc. First time caller. He didn't say that, though. He stopped himself. He did. Um, I'm a rock, paper, shotgun reader. Sorry, Nick. The actual look of disgust on Nick's face was genuine there. Yeah. It wasn't just, that wasn't just feigned to, no. for, for comedy. Apology while, not accepted. And I like this. It's such a good compliment, this. And while my first initial impression of Rum Doings was, hmm, not sure I like this, I, uh, that's what we're aiming for, really, isn't it? Yeah. Hmm. I quickly warmed to it. I don't want to flatter you. <laughs> good. But yeah. Why don't you want to flatter me? It's lovely to flatter people. It makes them feel better. <laughs> he doesn't want to. But Why yeah. doesn't he? Is he nasty? He is, rel- he a, is he not? I don't want to make you feel better at no cost to myself because I'm <laughs> such a nasty person. I want to make you feel worse. <laughs> He's reluctant. He goes, I suppose the podcast is brilliant now. Go, do. You two work very well together. No, Although I'm not too fond of the conservative guy. <laughs> yes. That John. must be Martin. 
Yeah, that's he must that. be talking about Martin. <laughs> Poor Martin, he's lovely. I'm very fond of the conservative guy. I'm fond of the conservative guy. I am. I it's like, I love it's him. like Stewie on Family Guy. Just because he's an <laughs> evil character doesn't mean you don't like him. Absolutely. Yes. A question. Yes. You said around number ten that you <laughs> these uh, people no. were listening back to our. Ah uh, no. Uh, hold on. If it's this is the one, then I don't think. No, no, that uh, you would debate the importance yes. of video games. Uh, yeah, I, yeah, feel, I, yes, I deleted yeah, that yeah, other thing yeah, earlier yeah, on okay, purpose. Yeah, 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 okay, yeah. Uh, if you would debate the importance of video gamers, but importantly, you would take the opposite side. Yes. Can I look forward to this sometime? You should grab Jim Rosignol to be the referee. Yeah. Well, this is an interesting tale. We did yes, that. we've never we recorded. Tale. We recorded a whole. It podcast. happened. Forty-five minute podcast. Recorded a full podcast, which is a formal debate between John and me. Sadly, there wasn't a chairman. I think that's a problem. There should be one. But we still conducted it properly. Yep. Um, with time limits for each and with a, a proposition and an opposition and then uh, questions and so on. And... It was so boring. It, it was even more boring than this. It was actually worse than us going through email. Our going through email. No, us going through email. That's how bad it was. Oh dear, it was worse it was than that gr- solicitor. It, it was worse than grammatical incorrectness. It was just the incredibly last, boring. No, the, the last, last ten, ten minutes. The last we, ten minutes. Well, when we fine. stopped doing it properly, and the final yeah. ten minutes are great. And one day we'll do a best of because one of us will be too ill yeah. to do an episode or something. Or dead. Or dead. Jim, too, too dead to do an episode. Uh, and we'll we'll it, tack that in as a ten minute bonus feature. I would be happy to do a live one with Jim Rossignol as part of some sort of games event that's held yeah we should do that something like that where I think there needs to be an audience where people can ask questions and jeer and that kind of thing just well, yeah, yeah, doing a debate outside of any observer that can, you, that, whom plus you can the other problem with it there, were no, there, was, there were no jokes no. all the way through and I was trying to include jokes and it was just breaking the format yeah. and I think in front of an audience it would be much easier to be funny as well I mean we all made we all made very valid points I'm sure the, <laughs> the, 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 the debate itself was perfectly well held I don't know you did a much better job than I did I was pretty dreadful I think I was very good at supporting games that's you're, because it's, you're, you're quite bad at dissing games well that's because supporting games is obviously the, the sensible and more simple route to take there's nothing inherently wrong with games as no, no, I was supporting and games. arguing otherwise no silly. I was supporting games as a worthy art form it's a specific mm-hmm. yeah absolutely also I'm a better debater than you are well Sure, absolutely. I've never done one ever in my life, and you were part of yeah. various debating societies. Yeah, fair enough. So, you know. Fair enough. Um, well, that's, that's the fun of debating, though. It's being forced to debate a topic that doesn't necessarily tally with your own sure. perceptions and beliefs. Absolutely. Next. Should we carry on? Yeah, why not? Let's seems keep going. Be, seems to be sparking off discussions. That's true. There so, was another. I love this. E- oh, I love this email, and I'm there was another. There was another podcast that we recorded as well. Was that, there? Yes, a 45 minute podcast. Oh, the dead podcast, the missing podcast, where the where uh, John's laptop played up and it, it saved it in ch- weird chunks of about 13 seconds. Yeah, it's something to do with the way Audacity chunks things up and didn't put it all together again. So there are like these. It's a bit like the Dead Sea Scrolls, <laughs> tiny little shrapnels of podcasts lying about. And they're, John mixed, was, and they're weirdly mixed up with another yeah, podcast. Yes, they're somehow been blurred yes. together with another one. And John did this. We did this very nice multi-layered racism thing. Do you remember? Oh, it was really good. It was. We, we, we had racism layered upon a top of about five other layers of racism. Which it was, was a sort bad. of irony sandwich of racism. Yes, and, indeed. And it, was, oh, it will well, never be heard. No, it won't. Nobody will hear it. The no. Lost Podcast. Yeah. I like this letter. This is from Peter Hughes. Yes. He says, oh, hello to you both. I hope that I trust the day finds you well. <laughs> He's very trusting. He is, isn't he? Yes. I'm sending this email because of a curious thing because a curious thing happened to me last night. Mm-hmm. I had an entire dream about Nick. I've not read this. I've <laughs> not. Read oh, that's fantastic. <laughs> I, I genuinely haven't seen this one. When did this <laughs> arrive? This arrived three days ago. Why haven't I seen this? Oh, no, it wasn't. It was longer ago than that. I don't remember. Good heavens. Um, how have you not seen this one? 
I've never met him. I do not know what he looks like, and I probably never will. I like the idea that it's impossible to find out what he looks like. Who is this gentleman? Peter Hughes. Where does he live? I don't know. Where does he live? Let's find out. Well, I'll go and visit him. Say hello. <laughs> Tis I. Uh, regardless, uh-huh. my subconscious saw fit to supply me with a wonderful narrative. Uh-huh. I began at a house party searching for Nick because I wanted to have a conversation with him. Fair enough. Upon entering the garden of the house, I saw many people, including Nick, were leaving by boat on the river running next to the house. So I climbed into a small rowboat and set off with them. I'd love to be going to a house party where you you reach the house via yes. boat. If only I could off at any point. If only like. I could enter such elevated circles, probably a Venetian Doge or something. I like that dream so far. If, we it, doesn't, if it doesn't get peculiar, I'll enter your dream world. There by you go. No problem. We docked and got off at Bristol. Mm. He adds, "I do not live in Bristol." Well, I would have. I mm, Venice to Bristol. It's possible. Yeah, you'd go through. That's fine. And I finally found Nick and uh-huh. said hello. Hello. He said that uh, he very much liked the city. I really do like Bristol. So I'm acting out your... Um, yes, that's right. His dream is literally coming true. I will act out. Okay, I'll act out. I've genuinely not read what's happening next, but I will act out whatever said. I really do like Bristol. It's a lovely city, you know. I think that King Isabard Kingdom Brunel is, if anything, underrated, even in these days of these hagiographies of him. That sort of thing I would have said. Yes, that is the Although the Clifton Suspension it. Bridge is, let's be honest, over overtalk. I like the Clifton Suspension Bridge because when you go to look at it, you go... You look at the huge gap and how high right. it is, and you think, it, it took an imaginative mind to think, I'll put a bridge here. But you wouldn't these days. It's such an extraordinary place to have you put a bridge. But you wouldn't these days. Well, no. No. You just... You wouldn't bother. You'd use some teleportation. Yeah. Uh, okay, so we proceeded... To, I do like Bristol very much. We proceeded to walk into a corporate building of sorts... Let's go into this building. ...where I told him that I greatly enjoyed the podcast. Oh, thank you. It's very but nice thought that he needed to point out where John was wrong more often. Yes, I do agree with that, but, you know, some... If I were doing that, then John would barely be able to get a syllable out. Exactly. I, apparently, had noticed several occasions where John made factual errors and Nick had not picked up on them. Oh, dear. That seems very unlikely. You can tell this is a dream at this point. Oh, yes, I know. Here you come. Are you ready for your your moment in the spotlight? Nick then left because I am 19 and he didn't want to talk to a 19-year-old. Oh, best not, you know, with all the rumours and the cream teas. (laughs) Goodbye. (laughs) 19, I don't think it's a cream tea issue. Oh, please. I think it's just because you're a snob. I'm a snob. Is, it, is it snobbish not to speak to 19? Yes, you're like, oh, you're a child, I've no interest in you teenagers. I'm very happy to speak to a 19 year Well, he says here, I would ask that Nick apologises on the next podcast for his ill-mannered dream, ask- dream manifestation. Ask that he apolo- I would ask that he apologises, is that what he's saying? Mm-hmm. He wants you to apologise for your no, ill-mannered dream. No, can you read that dream- sentence I, before I criticise this, <sighs> this, this, this youthful oik? I need to hear <laughs> that I'm not being unfair. Say that. I would ask that Nick apologises... It's as I suspected. <laughs> right, John. <laughs> Here it comes. John, since, since... I'm sorry, Peter. John, since you didn't pick that up, yeah. I, I I have to now, according to Peter, castigate you for not picking up his grammatical error Okay, there. that's fair. He asks that I apologises, does he? <laughs> no. You ask that he apologise. It's a subjunctive. Because he's not asking that I... He's not suggesting that I already am something. He wants me to be something. If you if you request or suggest or wish or propose or hope anything counterfactual, then it's the subjunctive mood. And if it's the subjunctive mood, then you will simply use the infinitive form without the to. Like, so the infinitive form would be to apologise. Mm-hmm. Get rid of the to. So he apologise, i.e. whatever... 
you would you we would normally say he apologizes, I apologize. No, you use the infinitive form to apologize. So you don't say he apologizes, even though you would normally in active in the active mood, you'd say he apologizes. I would ask that he apologize. So no, I won't apologize because you clearly are the sort of ninety year old who isn't worthy of my speech <laughs> with that kind of grammatical enormity. Get out of my corporate building and go back to not Bristol. <laughs> I was just thinking this is like a little window into my life with Nick, when I have conversations with Nick. Get out. <laughs> when I make Get mistakes. out of... Uh, but it's my head. I don't care. I've taken, <laughs> I've taken possession. <laughs> clearly, clearly a brain should not be left in charge of a mere 19-year-old. His dream finishes. After all that, I ended up in a film studies lecture. Uh, he notes he's never taken film studies, mm-hmm. which was presented by Roger Ebert, uh, who right. pronounced that Battlestar Galactica was a really good TV series, which made the dream slightly good. But nevertheless, I woke, awoke with a clear feeling of indignation. <laughs> Roger Ebert, he no, he's not the fat. Is he the fat one or the cancer one? He's the cancer one, right? But he was he also the fat one. He's quite. He's not thin. Right. He's not that fat. The other one's dead, isn't he? Yes. Yeah. Uh, well, the Ebert and oh, I forget now. Debert. His name. That's the one. Debert and Debert. That was a great email. We should have more dreams about us. That would be great. Yeah, could you have more dreams about us, please? Yes, if I could work on that, that would be yeah. lovely. Yeah. Except no uh, lucid dreams about us. I don't know what you're going to do then. That'd yeah, be exactly. That's cheating. Absolutely. Yeah. Um, there's, a, there's a lovely one. Uh, a guy called Adam Dawes hmm. writes in to say, I know you've discussed funny, in the quotes, barbershop and hairdresser names in the past, and for ages I've been meaning to send you a photo of such an establishment in Wokingham. Where I live. Its name makes me feel a little bit sick every time I see it. A little bit of sick went into my throat when I read this one as yes. well, actually. It has the delightful name Hairy Poppins. <laughs> it just sounds awful. For some reason, there's no way you can not think about pubic hair in that sentence. Hairy Pop hyphen ins. I shall uh, put the photograph of this on, on the blog as well. If I should remember. I'll remember when I listen back to this. Hairy Remind pop. myself to do it. Hairy Poppins. Hairy Poppins. I'm not sure what that image summons up in your minds, but in mine, but in mine, it doesn't immediately make me think of having a short back and sides. Slug holes. He also wants, he wants a special episode sometime in the future. It's very ambiguous about that. Uh-huh. Who are John and Nick? Okay. I know a little about John as I've been reading his highly amusing work in PC Gamer. I think it's a bit twee and contrived. <laughs> Thanks, Nick. It's really helpful. I'm very supportive. <laughs> you really Get out of my corporate building, <laughs> You're John. a good friend to me, Nick. <laughs> <laughs> But Nick is more of a mystery. I am a mystery. You're an enigma. I'm an enigma. Don't be racist. (laughs) Nick told me off earlier today for saying nip. We need to nip to the Sainsbury's, I said. Yeah. That's that's racist now as well. He didn't actually know that uh, that was a racist term. Genuinely didn't. There you go. That's how unracist I am. I don't even know the racist terms. You don't even see terms. That's right. (laughs) (laughs) I can't even hear insults. (laughs) No. That's how non-racist I am. I think you should get people to subject, que- subject, subject questions. Yes. Uh, I corrected his sentence. To submit questions and then compile them into a fun Top of the Pops 2 style fact filled 40 minutes of revealing answers. Well, please do. Send yeah, do it. Go on, let's do that then. Podcast at Rumble. Sort of like a, a live form spring. 
Fine. Podcast at rumdoings.com. Just send them. Go on. Yeah. Anything you like. We don't necessarily... I'm not necessarily going to answer anything. We will like. answer everything. I shan't Truthfully. answer everything. I will, we will answer all questions completely. As I have learned from doing form spring, I very quickly removed the bit saying I'd answer everything honestly. I and will people answer... immediately started asking me about my sex life. And I don't really feel like people need to know about my sex life. Why not? They clearly because want to. That's rubbish. My private... What do you mean I don't think they need to? They clearly want to. Of course they want to know about it, otherwise I wouldn't ask you. But it's not their business to know what happens in my pants. Well, nothing is their... Why isn't it their business? Everything else isn't their business either. Why are you being so arbitrary, That's Jonathan? you're right. I really should have. Tell them about your sex life now. Okay. Go on then. No, thank you. Well, that pretty much summarises it. <laughs> it does, doesn't it? did just summarise my sex life. That oh, was a splendid no. job. Wah, wah, wah. Well, I mean, to be honest, you did say that you had separate uh, rooms last week. I did, deny the, the B&B. Yeah. Yeah, but that's just because my penis is so long. It's <laughs> yeah, reached into an adjacent room, <laughs> adjacent a room, room downstairs. You probably tripped up the proprietress. That's right. Oh, <laughs> you will pay now. <laughs> Please keep up the excellent work on the podcast. Really excellent work, Nick. This has been excellent not in, work. So no, far no this not week. in the last two weeks. It's been vile. Last week's was great. No, I think I was a bit down. I think it was too hard. Yeah, somber. But I was up. That's you all were matters. Right. Yeah, and thus the microphone kept working. You can ask any questions you like. Okay, I'm just going to... I forgot about the ending of this email. You can ask it anything you like. You can ask me anything you like, I just might not no. answer the question, that's no. all. Please keep up the excellent work on the podcast. I think it's probably my favourite of them all. Yes. Sounds yes. good. Yeah. And then in parentheses, maybe equaled only by As It Occurs To Me. As It Occurs To Me. As It Occurs To Me. <laughs> I do like Christian Riley. I think he's such he's an amazing... He's your favourite, isn't he? he, he he's a singer-songwriter who appears on the comedian Richard Herring's podcast-only comedy sketch show called As It Occurs To Me, or AIOTM. Uh, <laughs> AIOTM! <laughs> which, which, he, which he records and releases free. Which, shall we discuss As It Occurs To Me briefly? Well, let's see how we're doing for time, shall we? Yeah. Well, we've got ten minutes yeah. left. I'd like to discuss As It Occurs To Me because... Um, <laughs> I just oh, smashed dear. my laptop against the table. It, it, made, it did make the bleeding worse. It would be very easy just to diss it without yeah. any subtle uh, discussion around that dissing. But I don't think you should because I think there are provisos. I think it is good that Richard Herring is looking for a new and different way to produce comedy that extricates him from the usual banalities of radio for mm-hmm. produ- you know, commissioning and that kind of thing. I think it's good and quite brave that he goes out himself you know hires the theatre records it hopes that he gets people does it as an independent yep. venture um, I think that Emma Kennedy in particular is, is usually entertaining if mm-hmm. she's got good material yep. I don't think Dan Tessel is particularly good and I think Christian Riley is actively bad mm-hmm. but nevertheless how did you actually describe him worse than worse than Mitch Ben just so everyone can understand yeah. the scale to which no, no, M- M- Mitch Ben is a better singer than Christian Riley that's right. fair enough. I mean, just technically, and I'm not saying he's a brilliant singer, but I'm just saying he's a better singer. And that I don't think Christian. I think Do you, did your opinion? But, did your opinion of Christian Riley no, change no, as a result no, of his no. astonishing anti-Israeli? No, words? it wasn't because I remember I, I was going on about how much I hated him before. You were, and oh, you definitely were. And yeah. I said to you, "Oh, you're going to enjoy this week's yeah, song yeah, all the more." Yeah, then, yeah, yeah exactly. No, um, um, it just confirmed. It just confirmed something about him: the cli- the cliched, unthinking, um, pseudo lefty that he is. Um, it just it's just confirmed that he's he you he, he just proved that he was stupid. Now, as it occurs, so it's, it's a sketch show which Richard Herring then boasts is recorded in front of a live studio audience, written and, and recorded within forty eight hours. Yeah, and he writes it solely. He makes it very clear yeah. that only he writes it. Yeah, and he then perform. They they do a read through and then they perform it in front of a live studio audience. 
It's not made for any radio program. It's not really sponsored by anybody. A live theatre audience. Yeah, well, yeah, but it's it's like as, as if it were made for a live. Absolutely, you know, for he, he a radio it in, the, in like a radio program. There's the four of them standing in front of my. But no editing and their expletives. Yeah. Um, so all this, it sounds like a, a worthy venture. Absolutely. How, yeah. However, well, however, I think in someone saying that they they think our podcast is the best, equaled only perhaps by as it occurs to me, is a bit like someone saying I think the food of this Michelin star restaurant is incredible, equaled only by the poo that I ate off the street the other day. It doesn't seem particularly like a compliment once you've got to the end of it. I don't... That's what occurs to me. I, you know, I, think, I think you're being nice. I don't think it's poo. It's I think not it's poo. It's not, that, no. it's not that bad. It's but not. it's... Um, the problem it's like with a, it is... It's like, a, it's like a, 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 something that's pretending to be radically interesting organic cuisine. You find out it's a very dull ready meal. Well, we talked about this before, didn't we? We talked about how Richard Herring got stuck mm. when, uh, when um, Toowoomba was cancelled. Yeah. Um, Which were our American viewers. Oh, we talked about this before. This morning with Richard, not Judy. Well, he when, was on television at one stage. Well, there you go. And then when that was cancelled, he just got stuck and he just keeps trying to make that show over and over and over again. Mm. And this is so, as a customer, as I said before, it's just the same as um, that was then, it is now from Radio mm. 2, and so on and so on. Um, but it, it it's like it keeps coming across good ideas. The, uh, the tiny Andrew Collings character... Mm. That comes on is funny, and the aside joke that he has. So he'll say something, and then he'll say, uh, "So he'll say, oh, I think this is the big po- best podcast no, ever." I think, aside, I think this is the best podcast ever. Aside, aside I don't really. It's yeah. rubbish, or whatever. It's rubbish, and it's really fun. The aside joke is really fun, and mm. then and then they all say, "We can hear you say aside." Yes, and they point Andrew, to and then they also I enjoy the way that they read out their one star. Um, iTunes reviews. iTunes reviews, but mm-hmm. sadly they are always very close to the knuckle because they one usually. Oh, they're them. horribly appropriate. Sometimes people are unnecessarily rude, but mostly yeah. they just they very clearly describe what's wrong with the program. <laughs> yes, which they which um, then Christian Riley nasally sings. Yes, what's very strange about it, and I think it's a good experiment. I think it's great that he's doing yes. it, and he's giving it away for free. And I think you should do more, and maybe he'll get better at it. it. Absolutely. Well, there's no reason. I think he needs to relax more because that was that's actually, the big thing. He, that was then. He is now wasn't that bad. He is he was not so much more relaxed. The thing is. Some his ideas are good and he has a good postmodern sense about him. However, mm-hmm. he is one of the most uptight performers yes. I've ever heard. Yeah. You know? He needs to read his script and when he gets heckled it's an affront, not because the person's being rude, but because it's throwing him off script. Yes. He's reading his script like a slave to it. Yes. Um, he then kind of chuckles to himself nervously. Yes. Um, and then goes, and uh, yeah, after, after Exactly. <laughs> When he doesn't get the laugh he quite needs, there's this very mm-hmm. nervous little chuckle. Yeah. There's a callback to the fact that he didn't get the laugh that he wanted, rather than just letting it go, and that kind of thing. He did. T- I haven't heard the final episode of the current series, but I've still got it on my on my um, iPhone. But he, the previous, the penultimate episode, he did a reasonably interesting breakdown of a sketch going wrong, the motorcycle clothing shop. Yes, he did. Um, which is a sketch that just didn't work very well. And then, so he insisted on making about half the next show about trying to yes. make that sketch work. Yes. And that was quite a nice idea. Yeah, I like that that wouldn't again, have worked on radio. You wouldn't have no, spent so much time It was time a nice idea, but also, it, for that idea to work, it has to be played perfectly. Yeah. It has to be played with almost an air of menace when he forces the cast to perform it again. You almost have to believe that he has actually suddenly yes. flipped. Whereas, in fact, he just started kind of stumbling over the words in the script and giggling a bit. Mm-hmm. And that doesn't work. You, you, if he'd played that very well, and the cast had been genuinely slightly yeah. terrified in their performance of it, then it could have been an astonishingly good sketch. The bits that do work to that degree are the sketches about his girlfriend. So he'll be doing a sketch about his girlfriend watching the football or something, and Emma Kennedy plays the voice of his girlfriend. But gradually she starts mm, to try to... That's, no, that's... 
sadly that's gone just gone upset but I liked where it was going because she would then start trying to make out that his girlfriend she she has his baby well yeah okay sure but she'd be trying to make out that his girlfriend was the girlfriend will start saying things like I think you should have sex with Emma Kennedy I think you should leave me for her and all this stuff um, and so, and it becomes obvious that Emma Kennedy is working, is changing the words for yeah. her girlfriend said. However, she's not changing the words on stage during the performance. She's changing the words in the memory of the incident yes. as it occurred, coming out of the girlfriend's mouth. Yes. And then that the absurdity of that situation starts to become really interesting. And he was writing into that situation in a really interesting yeah. way. And to be able to write that sort of stuff, yeah, very quickly. He's a very hardworking gentleman. Mm-hmm. Clearly, um, it's just such a pity that. Frankly, well, here's the thing: he the, can't perform and he can't edit. If you could do those two things, yes. then it well, this would be is the good. thing: the show boasts that they don't edit anything, and then you like listen we to it. Do. Think, yeah, that's true. And yet, you listen to it and you think this might be quite good if only he'd edit it. And, and if they don't boast about the better. fact that well, uh, and not use Christian Riley, come on, at least give me that one. Oh, I don't I, Christian Riley. I, I can't you stand the good. fact that he does that staccato. Yeah, that one. Oh, it just drives me around the bend. Just stop doing it. Yeah. And he's, he's not particularly... He's not funny. And when it comes, and he reveals himself when it comes to the bits where they say what's occurred to them that week. Yeah. And he has nothing to contribute. And in the script, that is just a blank because he sometimes uploads yes. the scripts and he, he can't do that at all. He just... He has, he has a blank. He, he's a blank. He can't, he can't yeah. contribute. He doesn't anything funny. Dan Tetzel is very similar. just doesn't seem to understand that what he's going to say isn't going to be funny. No. Which is odd. And then Emma Kennedy is actually quite good. She goes off on some elongated story about, about poo. poo. And yes. I love a story about poo. That always makes me laugh. Yeah. Also, the reason that it works with Emma Kennedy is clearly they have always had a very, a very interesting relationship. Yes. If you read his book, I mean, clearly they, they, they could, they, they, they could have been married by now mm-hmm. in, a, in an alternate universe. Yes, very easily. And she was Nostradamus, of course. Yes, uh, and very sexy she was too with a beard. She was Nostradamus in this morning with Richard, not Judy. That's right. Which is where he was, and again, it's Richard Herring for those people who don't know him. He had an erstwhile comedy partner called Stuart Lee, mm-hmm. who then went on to do, and you in America may have heard of this, um, Jerry Springer, the opera, yep, Interalia, and of course, so so Stuart Lee was doing some very interesting stuff and doing very well for himself and yes. making a name for himself, while Richard Herring was still st- stuck, shall we say? Yeah, and what was interesting is Stuart Lee wasn't giving Richard Herring any cameo roles or anything. <laughs> That's right. Like, for example, Stuart Lee had a television series last Wasn't year. it the case that he and offered he... Herring something and Herring couldn't make it or the sketch I'm, was cancelled I'm not something? sure that he was offered anything, but right. I, I, I... Well, the second series has been commissioned, so, so maybe we he'll shall get see. something in the second season. See. I mean, he's, he's an interesting character, Richard Herring, in, in a number of different ways. Yeah. Um. I like I like him, though. I just I can't help liking him. Hmm. I liked. I, I, I again. We briefly mentioned this before, but I, I interviewed him when I was at university on the phone. Him and, 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 and Stuart really Lee, like him, yeah. and they were. They, I was a st- I was a student, and they weren't. You know, they they they, they moved on be, from student. But they wished, yeah, no, they hadn't. Kind of. They've not moved on. They, well, no, they neither. Oh, no, no, you're right, neither no, has moved on from student comedy. No, Stuart Lee definitely. No, he has. He's a cerebral. One of the most cerebral stand-ups student, that are working at the moment. Oh, students can't be cerebral. He's still a student comedy. Oh, I, I, I don't agree but anyway I do um, Herring clearly is and uh, the two of them were very generous and like phone interviews people can be generous they can you, they can understand that the person interviewing them isn't yeah. um, expert any or good. experienced or yeah. any good and they can understand that you know you hello can... please sir can you give me an interview I'm, my name's John I'm phoning from the university newspaper no I was actually not that bad at it and we had a really lovely time it was really fun because we had them on speakerphone because there was two of them and I was recording it mm-hmm. And primitive like late 90s technology and everyone else in the newspaper office was all laughing using a gramophone engraver 
<laughs> yeah, that's right. With a pelican etching it into the into the disc, <laughs> into the shallow, into the stone disc. Yeah. Um, so he was. They were really nice people. They were really good. And I remember when I was a teenager, I wrote to them on their radio show, and they wrote me really because uh, I wrote to them because I wanted to get into comedy writing for radio, and I still do. Sixteen years later, <laughs> um, and they wrote back really lovely letter telling me genuinely answering the question, not just fobbing the question yeah. off as you would imagine. They probably you wrote to have them in pen point. and paper, and, and they wrote back on. with pen and paper as and well. Stamp. Yeah, the stamp. And they were about a stamp you had to lick, Nick, not just stick on with a self-adhesive backing. No, in those days. And they said something. They said um, that you have to write You have to write for a crappy, something crappy like Week Ending, which was still going at the time, and they'd started on that. It was a terrible radio for... And I like that they slagged it off, despite... Topical the fact that sitcom, on. yeah. Not um, sitcom, And they wrote, in brackets, they wrote in brackets, don't tell anyone we said that. But now, 16 years later, I'm revealing that they slagged off Week Ending in a private letter. Gosh, what a surprise here. Yeah. That's awful of me. Yes. And they sent me a Peter Andre single and a Chewy Bar. Have you still got the Chewy Bar? No, I haven't. It's a pity. I'm quite peckish. <laughs> so they were lovely. They were great. The other person who was lovely to interview, if I'm going to name drop very quickly, mm-hmm. was Douglas Adams. Yes, he's dead. He's very dead. Um, he died a couple of years after... For our American him. listeners... Everyone knows who Douglas Adams is! He, for our American listeners... For our outer space listeners... For our American listeners, he wrote The Meaning of Lift. That's right, yes, that's <laughs> no, true. You'll know who he he co-wrote The Meaning of Lift. With... I can't remember. Is it uh, Terry Jones? No. Oh, who was it? Uh, somebody else. Oh, yes, of course. Yeah. Uh, you don't know, do you? I, 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 nobody. It's on my bookshelf in my room. He popped I can up, find out. He popped up subsequently doing something else. So yeah. Yes, yeah, so, I know it's someone reasonably famous. Yes, yeah, um, yeah. He was so nice because I was again as a student and I was Dougie like, Adams. As and he, he was him. he was promoting Starship Titanic. It's absolutely terrible dreadful, game. Dreadful terrible game. game. I bought that for Jacob's Shockingly birthday. Shockingly bad. Um, and but he was very happy to talk about Python and he was very happy to talk about. Because um, you know he's all involved in that team, and he didn't mind talking Stephen about Fry. He didn't mind talking about being, you know, friends with Terry Jones and all that stuff. And I thought, you know, he's going to be sick and tired of being asked about being friends with the Python. And he didn't mind talking about um, radio, recording Hitchhiker's Guide to the Galaxy for radio. In fact, he told me stories that I haven't seen written. I've seen them subsequently, but hadn't seen them before hmm. about writing the scripts on the toilets in the BBC while the, the rest of the actors were recording the script he'd started writing. He was rapidly finishing it off, sat on the toilet in the elsewhere in the BBC and this kind of and he was like telling me these lovely anecdotes as if they were the very first time he'd ever told anyone yeah, extraordinary right. generous guy so I liked him a lot so whom didn't you like when you interviewed them um, spill the beans and don't be coy I'm just trying to think I've interviewed a lot of stand-ups I remember one or two of them weren't very nice Joe Brand never interviewed Joe Brand there were yeah. people on the Avalon circuit although never Richard Herring interestingly yeah. um, no a lot of people were very generous um, but I think I have a vague memory of Matt Welcome Never Being a bit short with me. Never heard of him. Um, but that might not even be true. I can't remember. You could be libeling somebody here. Well, I don't think it's libelous short with to you. suggest that Mike Welcome was slightly short with me in an interview. It is. Maybe he's legendarily lovely in interviews. Yeah, exactly. I've just besmirched no, his good character. Him of being a paedophile. It was ridiculous. <laughs> I know, I just crossed the line, didn't I? You did. I really did. Well, well I think we should stop now because we've gone on far too long. Rambling! Rambling on. That was that's what you get when you ask us to do emails, you idiots. You idiots. Still, I think they've learnt a lot about Douglas Adams. He's a lovely chap. And don't read the books. For goodness' sake, or watch the movie. What? Listen to the radio series, you cretins. So much better. And not and even the more recent episodes with Stephen Fry and terrible. Of, um, they weren't terrible though. They, they were. genuinely weren't. They weren't as good as the original. They were terrible. They weren't terrible. No, they were. 
But then I realised the original wasn't that good. No, the original is actually quite good. No, it's it a lovely the, moment. The, the acting is terrible. The acting is not terrible. It is actually. I think it's rubbish. I, do you, I actually, funnily enough, listen to this. Yes. I mean, the, here, here's to end on this bombshell. What, bombshell. What, what was the only reason I read Hitchhiker's Guide to the Galaxy when I was young? Um, because you wanted to find out the meaning of life. To try and get a clue to how to, how to finish the adventure game. Oh, really? The same name, yeah. Excellent. So there you go. That was a very difficult game. My 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 gaming uh, gaming shop. We should link to your interview. We should. Wish we will. Okay, let's do that. Bye. Bye then. Bye. Well, I can't say bye because I haven't got the mouse anywhere near the stop button. Let's <laughs> try that again, Nick. Okay, three, two, one. <laughs> Auf Wiederhören. Bye. <laughs>